morning, everyone. This is the day that the Lord has made. We shall rejoice and be exceedingly glad in it. I'm Anthony Moore, and um, I serve as the pastor of the Carolina Church located in Fort Washington, Maryland, and you are on the Carolina Prayer Call Line. As we are preparing ourselves to celebrate Christmas, the coming of Christ, there are persons all over the world who will celebrate Christmas in honor of the birth of Jesus Christ in Bethlehem. Um, there are various Christian traditions. There are various Christmas traditions that are um, associated with the celebration of Christmas and different cultures celebrate different ways. Many of us have um, traditions within our own families that we, in fact, utilize in celebrating Christmas. The truth is, however, the unifying factor about Christmas is the historical fact that Jesus was born. That's the bottom line. Jesus was born. The angel who appeared to the shepherds the night of Jesus' birth said this. It said, the, the, the shepherds said, I Oh, the angel said to the shepherds, I bring you good news that will cause great joy for all the people. Today, in the town of David, a Savior has been born to you, and he is the Messiah, the Lord. I take that from Luke chapter 2, verse 10 through 11. That angel who appeared to the shepherds on that night said unto them, I bring you good news that will cause great joy for all the people. Today in the town of David, a Savior has been born to you. He is the Messiah, the Lord. So we celebrate Christmas because, as the angel said, in the birth of Jesus Christ is good news. We celebrate Christmas because, as the angel said to us in Luke's Gospel, chapter 10, chapter 2, verses 10 through 11, it's good news. Good news. Good news is meant to be celebrated. In fact, the angel said the news of Jesus' birth would cause great joy and would be for all the people. The joyful celebration would be universal, and people around the world would celebrate and be glad for this occasion. We also celebrate Christmas because, as the angel said, a Savior has been born to you. A Savior has been born to you. He's the Messiah, the Lord. The three titles um, the angel applies to Jesus are so important. Jesus is the Savior who delivers us from sin and death. He is the human Messiah or Christ who fulfills the law and the prophets, showing that God is faithful. And he is the divine Lord who has entered our world. The Almighty has taken on human flesh, God and man, 
have been fused together in an indivisible eternal bond, God's truly with us. So when we look at this announcement that the um, that the angel makes to the shepherds, um, he helps us to know that we're celebrating Christmas because a Savior's been born to us. A Savior has been born to us. And he shares with us these three titles that, that, um, that we ought to see Jesus, see him as Savior. We ought to see him as Savior. In addition to that, we ought to see him as the Messiah who fulfills the law and the prophets, showing us that God's faithful. And then lastly, he's the divine Lord who has entered our world. So in celebrating Christmas, we celebrate the Savior because we need deliverance. We celebrate the Christ in whom all of God's promises are yes and amen. And we celebrate the Lord who in humility took, in humility took on the very nature of a servant for our sakes. We celebrate Christmas with gift giving because of the indescribable gift that God gave to us. We celebrate Christmas by stringing lights because of the light of the world has come to us. We celebrate Christmas with carols and choirs because they are expressive of joy and they follow the examples of Mary and Zacharias and Simeon and the angels, all of whom who extolled the Lord in some way. We celebrate Christmas by decorating our trees of stars and angels and tinsels because of the eternal life Jesus brings. And stars and angels and beauty were all associated with his birth. In celebrating Christmas, we celebrate the love and the condescension of God. Um, in, in Texas in 1987, there was a toddler by the name of Jessica McClure. Little Jessica fell into an eight-inch well casing. Down she went. And she became stuck between two feet below ground. Once people discovered that baby Jessica was in the well, they took immediate action. They didn't tell her to find a way to climb back up. They didn't just shout happy thoughts to encourage her. No, they went down. They went down to where she was and got her. They did whatever it took. Rescuers worked nonstop for 58 hours to free her. In the Garden of Eden, Adam and Eve fell. Down they went, dragging all of humanity with them into the darkness and death of sin. What did God do? He did not tell us to find our way out. He didn't tell us, to, you got in this mess by yourself, find your way out the best you can. He did more than, than shout down happy thoughts to us from heaven. No, this is where he, he came down to where we were and he got us. And that's really what Christmas is all about, you all. It's about God coming down to rescue us, 
to do whatever it takes to deliver us from sure death. God did exactly what the rescue workers did with little Jessica. When we were in trouble, he came down to where we were to get us. And that's really what Christmas is all about. God coming down to rescue us, to do whatever it took, do whatever it would take to deliver us from sure death. When even one person is in a life-threatening situation, we understand what has to be done. When God looked down at our sinful planet, he saw a whole world of people in mortal danger. So you always celebrate Christmas because it was at Christmas time that the rescuer of all mankind came to save us from the hopeless situations we were in. I don't know about you, but I'm glad God did not stay in heaven, but came down to where we are. And as you celebrate Christmas, May I challenge you to remember this very thing. When you get through exchanging all the gifts and, um, and sitting at the dinner table feasting on Christmas dinner, when you get through all of your traditions, can I ask you to center your mind on the reason why Christ came. We fell down. And rather than allowing us to stay in that dreadful, deadly condition, he sent, he rescued us. He came down to where we were so that he could save us. My brothers and sisters, can I get you today to help me to intercede on behalf of persons who said, Pastor, would you pray for me? Today we want to lift... Um, Brother Robert Baxter, the son to Martina Baxter, is having some medical issues with his heart. There are those of us who are on this call who know that God is a heart fixer. He's a healer. We want to pray today for Vincent Guy. Trina is requesting prayer for Vincent Guy, who's recovering from a stroke resulting in several physical challenges. Um, Deacon Williams is asking us to pray for persons who are sick with the flu and or COVID, especially our young who are being attacked aggressively 
with this flu virus. We're also praying for persons during this season dealing with depression and or loneliness during this holiday season. I lift you in prayer today. And though there there are many who celebrate and have persons to celebrate with, there are scores of persons who this season brings about depression, darkness, and who are at home by themselves. We want to remember them in prayer, but not just in prayer. But I also want you to remember them in thought and in actions. Make it a point to tap into somebody whom you know could be by themselves and change that trajectory, please. Yolanda Thorpe is asking us to pray for her children, but also to pray for her mental stability. Her heart, mind are currently heavy. Praying for Sister Mary Davis, Sister Doretha Williams, Deacon Evelyn Mack, lifting Sister Martina Baxter, Associate Pastor Talia White, Sister Mary Little Irving, we're praying. Praying for Christy Thielen, who is suffering from shingles, lifting in prayer. Sister Emma Oaks, we're praying. Ruth Ann Major, we're praying. Praying for Brother James, my neighbor in Collington Station, we're lifting him continually in prayer. Brother Delbert, we're praying today. We continue to pray for Pastor Stephen Tucker and Reverend Harold Brinkley. We're lifting in prayer. Father, in Jesus' name, we're grateful today, God, that um, you, number one, have touched us with the finger of love, awakened us to see a new day. We don't take that lightly, God. In addition to you awaking us to see a new day, God, we discovered that our blood was still flowing through our veins. Grateful that while we slept and slumber on last night, God, you kept us so that our heart didn't stop beating, that the blood was still circulating through our veins. And though we don't say thank you enough, God, we just recognize that we didn't have to wake up this morning, so we stopped to say thank you. God, we we thank you because we have the activities of our limbs. We thought that we could get up and walk, and Lord, show enough, our legs were still working. Our hands we're still working. Thank you for giving us activity of our limbs. We thank you for a reasonable portion of health and strength. God, you've you've given unto us a reasonable portion of health and strength, and we thank you. God, we bless your name. We thank you for our minds. We knew enough, God, to get on this call. 
thank you for our minds, that we knew enough to be able to call on your name, even in this prayer mind, this prayer time. Thank you for our minds. Truth is, God, we still even know our names. I thank you today. Family still intact. God, I thank you. Provisions are being made. Thank you, God. And when I go hit that switch, the light comes on. Thank you for provisions, God. Some food in the refrigerator. Thank you. Thank you for the heat that you've given unto us, God. Especially in light of the fact that there are scores of persons who are homeless. God, we thank you for the gifts you've given unto us in provisions. You have provided for us. So we say thank you. We thank you for helping us to see the season today, God, the season in which we're living, the reason why we celebrate. Thank you for loving us enough to see us in trouble and to come get us. Now, God, I pray for these, your people. I pray for these, your people. Meet their needs. Continue to be their Savior. Continue to be our Messiah. God, we open our hearts to you. Carry us through this season. And for every person who's experiencing loneliness, God, if you would please, Touch them. Touch us. That we might eradicate the darkness of depression and loneliness. God, this is our prayer. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Listen, you all, I love you much. And if I don't get a chance to speak with you before, let me just say even now, Merry Christmas to you. Jesus came down to rescue us from the danger and the death that we find ourselves entrapped with. I do pray that you will have a blessed holiday. Look forward to seeing you back here next Wednesday as we continue to discover even more about God and what he wants from us. Now on your mark, get set. Let's grow. Have a great day on purpose. God bless you all.